This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. I'm wearing a crazy, futuristic, or Janet Jackson, Madonna headset right now, and it's freaking me out. It's weird to be able to just talk hands-free to an audience full of people. And I should have I should have looked at the stage before I came up here because I, I was cracking up when I walked up on stage because I like I like the all me and all my guests to be on tall stools, and I thought I, you know you think you say that to somebody but maybe you didn't, and uh, and so they just have chairs for us. Is there is there a possible is it possible to get some tall stools up here while I do my opening remarks or should we just do it this way and consider it a dry run for tomorrow? 
uh, uh, yeah, because, you know, I, I don't know about you guys in the back would probably enjoy watching this better if I was at this level. About right here. Instead of down here. Yeah, it's just, you know, I'm kind of a showman. I'm a theatrical guy. And I think about those things, unfortunately, too late. Think about it once I'm already on stage. Oh, look at this. This is professional. Do not apologize. I love it that you're just bringing some stools up here. This is awesome. This happened in Minneapolis. I had to do the sound check while the uh, audience watched. So, you know, might as well keep the consistency of non-professionality that is Doug Loves Movies. I love it. 275 people watching me move chairs around. But hey, guess what? That hands-free feature really comes in handy. When you got to walk around setting up chairs. This is perfect. That's why Madonna and Janet Jackson do it. It's because they help, they help uh, build the set and then strike it after the show. But they keep singing the entire time. We are a part of the Rhythm Nation. <laughs> All right, so uh, we just need one more. That will be mine. And we'll be good to go. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Doug, and I love stools. Thank you so much. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the Cap City Comedy Club on Saturday, November 26th, Two Oceans 11, in the great state of Austin. What's up, Texas? <laughs> nice. Did you guys bring name tags? Do you have any name tags in the crowd? I love this club because they have these reserved things for the tables that have your name on them. So you could just hold that up and be like, yeah. I brought one, put my last name on there. Stamp is here, everybody. <laughs> you might get picked. That'd be funny. Comedians like to be contrary. It's my birthday. Pick me. That's Danielle said that. Who's, whose face is on that picture right there? I can't. Neil Diamond? Okay. I don't know what that has to do with movies. I guess he was in one. He was in The Jazz Singer and then got out of the business. Chips Ahoy. Too bad I'm not picking because I would pick a, a box of chips. Team Johnny. Oh, like, and it's got a picture of uh, Bella and that other dude. Like Team Jacob or Team... <laughs> All girls said that. I was hoping some guy would be like, Team Edward. I'd be like, gay. Because that's fun to make fun of people for that reason. There's like an eye chart that says, my name is Chris. And then I can't read below that line, but it says more than that. And Zach is here. And... Jordan, we've got a we've got a big. Uh, it's a cookie. Yeah. It's a cookie that looks like a baseball that says Jordan on it. <laughs> People keep trying to outdo that Jordan guy out in L.A. who's on the show all the time. Well, thank you so much for bringing your name tags. You can uh, put them down. There's a few that light up. I noticed they look similar, but on the opposite sides of the room. That's weird. Look at that. You got the same thing on both sides of the room. Do you guys know each other? Two different people use, like, Christmas lights or whatever. Yours is in the shape of a Superman symbol? Oh, it's the Texas Longhorns. And, that, and that's Texas Longhorns also? No, it's a reef. Oh, it's a reef. All right. Both of those things are great movie... Great movie icons. Is there ever a movie about the Texas Longhorns? 
Cheer Up? Starring Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, it was called Man of the House. Okay. Cheer Up? Cheer Up's a great name for that. Oh, that's what they were calling it when they were shooting it? And they shot it around here? Nice. <laughs> you got to give something like Man of the House a fake name when you're shooting it because you don't want to start a frenzy. You don't want the people of Austin going ape shit because cheer up. I mean, cheer up just sounds less exciting than Man of the House. This is the first of two Douglas Movies tapings here at Cap City at 4.20 in the afternoon, so thank you for coming out at such a weird time. We will be back tomorrow with four different guests and four different stools for those guests. Yeah, I'm going to have some different ones shipped in. I'm not happy with these. (laughs) Austin is a great, great town for movie lovers. Last night, I went to the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. The downtown Ritz location. Was anybody there last night? Yeah, Master Pancake. Uh, is a thing, uh, a group that does improvised chatter during movies. Very similar to what I do out in L.A. at the at the uh, Cine family out there when I interrupt movies. And uh, last night it was uh, it was they did a show called Hanksgiving because it's the weekend after Thanksgiving, and so they showed clips from Tom Hanks movies and sat there. Uh, three dudes sat there and riffed on the Tom Hanks clips and. Uh, I never realized Tom Hanks uh, urinates a lot in his movies. Like, it's a big plot point in Green Mile that he has a urinary, like, he has painful urinary situation, and then Michael Clark Duncan is the magical retarded man, uh, reaches out and grabs his Tom Hanks' genitals and cures his problem. But then it was hilarious juxtaposition, because then they showed him peeing in the ocean in Castaway, and they showed him peeing uh, in the locker room in front of all the women in a league of their own. And then there's a fourth peeing scene that was from, I don't even know what that was from, like volunteers or something? From what? Forrest Gump doesn't pee in public, does he? He tells JFK. He doesn't pee on JFK. He tells him he has to pee. Yeah, so there's four movies in which he actually pees. Oh, no, there's a movie where he gets peed on. A little statue pees on him. Money Pit. pit. Yeah. I had no idea there was so much urine in Tom Hanks' career. He's won Academy Awards twice, but but there was only peeing in one of those two movies. I I don't remember any peeing in Philadelphia. They showed a seed from Nothing in Common, uh, which co-starred Jackie Gleason, and they did not show the scene I'm in, which was, I don't know how I feel about that. I have mixed feelings about it. It would be kind of cool if they showed that scene. But, yeah, that's right. I'm in Nothing in Common, directed by Gary Marshall. But that doesn't mean I'm going to go easy on uh, Gary Marshall when New Year's Eve or Day or whatever the fuck it's called comes out. <laughs> he also judged me on Last Comic Standing, but let's not get into that right now. <laughs> Let's not talk about my long, long-term long grudge with Gary Marshall. We're not here for that. Uh, tomorrow night, Sunday, does anyone plan on going to the Alamo Drafthouse uh, Lamar, the South Lamar Road uh, version of the Drafthouse? Uh, because tomorrow night is Choose Your Own Pancake, where the Master Pancake Troop, it's going to be at 8 o'clock, the Master, Master Pancake Troop 
they let the audience decide from like movies brought in by people from the audience, I think, and, and maybe they bring in some. I'm bringing in a movie, and then the audience decides what movie we're going to watch in its entirety and uh, rag on th- throughout the movie. I'll give you a little hint about what I'm bringing. Not a hint, I'm just going to say it. Uh, has anybody ever seen Lifeguard starring Sam Elliott? It's amazing. It's an amazing movie. He plays a lifeguard that has sex with stewardesses, and it's, it's fantastic. Back when they were called that. Back when they were called lifeguards. Now they're giant-titted beach protectors. So, yeah, that's tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And as part of today's prize package for the Lynn Moulton game, someone is going to win two tickets to come see that tomorrow night. Yeah. Exciting. All right, let's see what's in the prize bag, you guys. That's what I like to do before bringing out the guests is show you what they brought. It doesn't necessarily give away who the guests are going to be. Like, you know, they didn't, no one else brought a copy of my first CD, Professional Humor Edian. That was contributed by me. I also brought uh, Woot Monkeys, as I always do. Yeah, the, the, the nice folks, my friend Dave from the Woot Company and the, uh, the Woot Company in general has been very good about giving me Woot Monkeys. And the last couple times I've performed at Cap City, everyone in the audience got one. But tonight, it's just going to be whoever wins. Yeah, so the pressure's on, you guys. Uh, I got some stickers here that say Snatch on them. And I'll explain, explain why they say Snatch in a little bit. I've got a uh, plaque. One of the guests brought a plaque, and it's a picture of himself throwing out the first ball at a minor league baseball game. So who doesn't want to have that? That's, you came here, that's the last thing you expected to win, and yet here you are, about to win it. One lucky audience member is going to get that. And then we've got some, some, uh, some beer koozies, or soda koozies, do what you want with them. And they have the name of a comic on them that's going to be here. And then we also have a copy of the script for Dude, Where's My Car? It's a very exciting prize package. Let me shoot a couple whoop monkeys into the crowd while I... There's one. Try to shoot one the other way now. Front row, nice grab. And then we've also got a copy of very funny comedian Scott Kennedy brought his CD. Really? Please welcome to the stage. Please help me welcome to the stage Scott Kennedy, Jason Dick, Matt Bearden, and Charlie Hodge. All wearing headsets, just like me, so it's going to be a very exciting hands-free show. Scott's got a bottle of water, so things are going to get crazy. Oh, Jason also brought, you guys listen to Jason and Dick uh, mornings, Jason and Dick. That is not the Jason and Deb. He brought two... He brought two pint-sized glasses that say Jason and Deb 101X. Those came right out of my dishwasher before I came here. Oh, yeah, they smell clean. They're fresh. And, uh, yeah, so those will be part of the price package as well. I didn't put them in the bag because I thought a couple of glasses are just going to smash around and break all over everything. 
Scott Kennedy, you brought your, your CD, and you're also headlining here this weekend at the Cap City Comedy Club. Yes, sir. And um, your CD has a very patriotic look about it because you perform quite frequently for the troops in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yes, sir. About 12 days a month. 12 days a month he's over in Iraq. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty amazing. And they and on the back of the CD, there's a picture of you. They let you hold a, a big gun. Yeah, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I go. <laughs> you go over there just to hold the big gun. It's pretty fun. Eddie Gosling referred to it as superhero fantasy camp for comics because we get to do all the riding tanks and helicopters. Because yeah, they bas- they basically take care of you. They protect you, but you can also p- pretend to be a badass just for going. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> And then we have Charlie Hodges here, everybody. Charlie. Hello. Has a a website called charlieandmatt.com. Or charliehodgeshow.com. Those stickers are so old that they're out of print. They're a collector's item. Oh, okay. So a collector's item, a sticker that says snatch on it, which is a fun word and also a motion picture starring Brad Pitt. And, and uh, it's an organization which stands for Stopping Negative Austinites Through Cocked Halfedness. <laughs> See something you don't like, you fly off half cocked at it. I've done some things half assed, but I've never, I've never nope. half cocked it. <laughs> Except for when I was trying to not get somebody pregnant. <laughs> well, I have a Listen, I'm just going to half cock it. I'm going to use the back half. Some guy wrote to me on Twitter today saying, keep it clean, my mother-in-law is coming with me to the show. And I, I wrote back to him, fuck that. <laughs> so Jason Dick is here with, uh, I, I think I already said that, but he's the one that brought the picture of him throwing out the baseball. Notice and, how slim I am there. Well, how not as, as obese as I am today there. And you're also, like, it's very, uh, you really throw yourself into it. I am a, I'm a professional, I'm, I'm a very skilled athlete. Oh, okay. I'm a natural athlete, Doug. All right. Don't be fooled. That ball bounced like eight feet before home plate. <laughs> what president was it that couldn't make it to home plate? Was it? Wasn't Obama? Was Hawking. it? Hawking. <laughs> president Stephen Hawking? Yes. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Glad I invited In the you. The parallel to universe that is. Matt Bearden is here. Hey, I'm here. And he barely half half so. He's the one that brought the, the koozies. Yeah, that's a little self-serving action on my part. Yeah, Matt Beard and beer koozies. Are these available like on the uh, internet, too? No, those were just two. They were the last two that were in a drawer from years ago. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, I didn't really put effort into But you, speaking that, of things I think from a drawer, things from a drawer you, you're the one that brought a copy of Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah, I... Uh, the script. I... Uh, I don't want to brag, but I auditioned and got rejected from that movie. <laughs> it's kind of the... But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a pre-production script, so it doesn't really match the movie. So it's almost like you've never seen the movie. <laughs> Enjoy. So the, the dude wears me ca- my car we saw was improved from, from that script? <laughs> uh, yes, by leaving me out of it. Uh, <laughs> By the way, where's that mother-in-law we're all going to face-fuck later? Where's she, where's she sitting? She can stand up so we know 
<laughs> I don't want to have to play guests with a bunch of unsuspecting strangers who are like, I'm not the mother-in-law. But you're like, shut up. I thought you said you wrote some sort of notes inside the script. Are there no notes in there I looked through it. All? There's no notes whatsoever. It was you not lie. a speaking Oh, on part, the back though. it says some stuff. It just well, says the name of the casting the agency. Something Hicks Casting. It's directions Friday. to how to get to the audition. Yeah. Now that you bought this on eBay, you can tell people you're up for the part. <laughs> I don't know why my secrets have to be given away, but um, yeah, anything I ever bought on eBay that I don't enjoy, I just pretend is mine, and then I give away. If anybody wants a child, uh, I have one. Gross. And then, of course, uh, I don't have physical tickets to Master Pancake tomorrow night. I've just written on a post-it what you have to do and say to get in if, if you're the winner. I'm not going to say what it is because people just show up and say it. But if you're a winner, keep it a secret. And if for some reason you can't go tomorrow night, it is transferable. If you know two people, if you give them the password, they'll, they'll be able to. Those directions look more intricate than Matt's notes for Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of directions. I like to, you know, tell people where the theater is. And... Oh, you mean this? <laughs> Doug? These are my show notes. Yes. Can yes, I, sir. Can I ask some, a favor of the audience? I feel horrible. <laughs> on Why? The way, on the way up here, I seem to have jarred my foam ball loose. <laughs> I'm up here doing this without a foam ball. <laughs> All of our headsets have path, a nice foam ball that makes it look like you have a giant... They would have a foam ball near them. John Boy Walton... Small and mole on your face. Your breath. And now you're asking people to find it in a darkened comedy club. Why? Well, that's I why. Will be, I will be. I will give a prize to someone if they find it and bring it up here, because that's not going to be. Well, easy I don't know to if find. you pause it down on these or something. You're going to Mike after the show's going to be like, <clears throat> Doug, where's uh? If someone brings it up here, ball. I will give them one of the Jason and Deb 101X glasses. Breaking up and, the set. Uh, wow. The winner today will only get one. Breaking up the set. Yeah, I'm breaking up the set because I'll be so impressed that that happened. I don't. I don't think anyone's going to find you it. You have very little faith in people. Boom. No way. Oh, oh, why don't you offer the glass? Bring that shit up here. My phone. Oh my god! Up. Aren't you lucky? That's amazing. What is the off chance he gets back to his seat and he g- turns to his wife? I told you, carrying this fucking phone ball around is going to pay off. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me anal. <laughs> or at the very least a good face fuck <laughs> mother-in-law it's 4.30 in the afternoon yeah it is yeah. I feel like it's spring break or something I don't think so Thought we might see some boobs <laughs> just cause of the Worth time no, you yell spring break in a crowded room some girl's gonna remember the old days <laughs> ladies what is the name of your uh, podcast, Charlie Hodge? I met you working in uh, local radio here and always enjoyed talking to you there, but now you're in the podcast world. I'm in the exciting new world of the internet. It's called The Charlie Hodge Show at charliehodgeshow.com, and it's a podcast. Sometimes we do it from my van, and we call ourselves The Potophiles. So I've got a good times van. <laughs> then we drive around in podcasts, and we Shanghai people like on Cash Cab. Like if you don't know the answer to a trivia question, I make chicken wing jump out of the van and ask somebody. <laughs> and we get the most glorious conversations. 
Yeah, I could just see you pulling up to somebody. Hey, little girl, you want to come in this van and listen to something? That, that's a Can- segment. Candy, that's old school. I'm going to let you listen to something. I'm that's a let segment. You be on a podcast. We have like a scared straight segment. We, we go to neighborhoods and teach them the old-fashioned way. Parents hire us to drive around. We lure children, and if they get in, their folks are in the van. They're like, Argh. We told you not to do this. Yeah. I figured it was a setup. <laughs> I played both parts in that. <laughs> so, Scott Kennedy, I mentioned that you're, you're a very good American citizen going over and performing for the troops all the time. Do you have a favorite... Troop? Uh, yes. Is there one... <laughs> no, is there, a, is there a movie that you think depicts the experience of war better than any other? Ah, it's, it's not to really... The experience, no, but the Hurt Locker got the background. I, like, I really questioned where they filmed it. It looked like Baghdad. All the way down to like the sinks and the showers and everything was exact. And I, I think they filmed it in Jordan, but... Uh, but also kind of... From what you from talking to people, it's not terribly realistic. No, it's not at all. You can't just run off base and go take care of some business and run back on base. Oh, no, that's oh, I forgot some milk. You know, no, it's, I gotta go hand this guy an ass whooping. No, it's it's very hard to get on or off base, which is a, obviously a good thing. Uh, but no, it's not. That part wasn't realistic. But you know, creative license. What about Airwolf? Was that realistic? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> All of the Iron Eagle movies. Um. Chappy! Chappy! <laughs> Black Hawk Down? Um, yeah, you know, not really, no. You've been in Black Hawks, right? Many times. And none of them went down? <laughs> and you know what? You can still hear Graham's voice. Fucking annoying voice in a Black Hawk. He's been in Iraq with my buddy Graham Elwood, and uh, he just said his voice was annoying, which I... I love Graham. That's what I said. <laughs> If he were here right now, he'd climb up on this thing and sing some Even Flow by Pearl Jam. <laughs> he, would, <laughs> he, would, he would palm strike me. That's what he does. Uh, let's see. Who else do we need to get to here? Uh, let me ask Jason something about movies. Oh, uh, at your, you know, you're a morning radio DJ. Has there ever been a movie about DJs that depicts it realistically or... Uh, or no. is even entertaining? No. Well, the, the Howard Stern movie was good, but in general... Oh, yeah, Private Parts. Yeah, that movie is very good. In general, every movie about radio is horribly unrealistic. And uh, what's the, the movie you guys know? Talk Radio from the 80s? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. have the guy. The guy's just walking around the studio the whole time while he's on the air talking, like, ranting, on the, and, and it doesn't really work like that. Yeah, you generally uh, have to talk into a microphone. Yeah, you talk into the microphone. <laughs> but now that you're wearing one of these babies, <laughs> yeah. and you were able to walk he, around he, like that. I just realized the, the, the incredible access that it gives me to the other sides of the stage. Rhythm though. Nation, bitches. Yeah. I'm actually really nervous that you can hear me breathing in this thing. So if you guys hear me breathing, just make a signal, and I'll, I'll excuse myself. Well, if you stop, they'll know, too. <laughs> Good. No, we can't hear you at all. <laughs> I, I, I had a, an art history teacher in college who would wear the Britney Spears, Britney Spears style mic and you would hear him the whole time and every once in a while it would stop and you would wonder if he was dead because he, <laughs> he was like 87 years old and so the... Yet he had a modern microphone. <laughs> I said yet he had a modern microphone. Yeah, yeah. He was so old and about yeah. to die. That he was, was on the cutting edge of audio technology. We should have combined our answer to say yes, uh, good morning Vietnam. Uh, oh, yeah. War and radio. Exactly. Very realistic. Matt Bearden picked me up uh, f- 
from my hotel and brought me over here. So that, makes, that makes him a great guest. Yeah. But also, we were talking about how you don't you don't really see that many movies. I don't see I don't see any movies, and that isn't that's not to make me unique. I, I don't feel good about it. Uh, I know that I'm in a, a movie friendly crowd. And, and so, well, put your yeah. knives away. So I don't. These wanna, people are all pretty open to the idea of movies. I don't. I don't want to fight anybody over the idea of a movie. Was it a Harley chain in your pocket? Twenty-four frames per second. No. Oh, sh- well, let's ask, um, let me but ask yeah, I don't watch a lot of movies. But you did, you, uh, don't reveal the title, but he told me about a movie that he watched recently. He showed it to his uh, about-to-be wife. No, no, uh, no. Already I can't get wife? out of this. I, uh, it's a total wife. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you showed her a movie that was like, this is a movie from my childhood yeah, that, is, that you've never seen wifey and this is going to blow you away and then she was she well I won't say what happened but uh, what do you guys think just react uh, you know naturally to hearing the the title the goonies yeah. people love it people love it so then what happened well I'll tell you two two things my wife didn't like it at all <laughs> at all at all but also uh those people that have just applauded for the Goonies, applaud if you've also seen the Goonies really recently. Now, all of you people are crazy. Uh, because it has, it's really a horrible, horrible movie. And it hurt a little bit inside to agree with my wife on anything. Uh, but the fact is, it's a t- no, it's not. It's, it takes a really long time. It takes like four hours to get to the baby routine. Yeah, it's just... But, it's been whittled down to these lines that we remember, and we think it's great, but it's uh, it's oh, it's bad. Doug, I yeah. I'm, also, I'm uh, okay so with abortion. So babies do drain your that, soul. How's that set with everybody? <laughs> I've never seen the Goonies. What? I've never seen the Goonies. What? I've never seen the Goonies. I should have married Listen. you. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, this is, it's even worse too. A listener, because we talk about how I've never seen the Goonies, and right. I'm a horrible person. A listener bought me the DVD three years ago, <laughs> and it's it's sitting on top of my you know on, on top of the TV, waiting to. It's in the queue of movies that's going to go in there, but Just it hasn't under made barely it. legal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it hasn't made it in yet. But people have told me don't see it now because it won't work. Like it won't. I will. I will hate it. I think it's funny that you still have DVDs. Come on. Man. <laughs> I think most people that still that still like it like it in a it's on my TV while I'm doing other things sort of way. I think if you sit down because that was what Matt said is that he and the wife sat down with popcorn. Well, it was it was we like ready to just watch intently the entire time. Then it could get a little it's a little so rough going. I think do something while watching. I'm saying a lot of the TNT new classics, I think yeah. they call them, are movies that Brave if heart. you leave the room for 40 minutes and come back in, you'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> you will have not miss shit. And if you did miss that shit, you'll, you'll catch it the next time yeah. around. You don't feel bad about it. Like, oh, I missed the scene where Cole Trickle drives around the racetrack. <laughs> Days of Thunder. One of the new classics. <laughs> or I could have gone. I missed the scene where he got up on the bar and told that shitty poem. Mm, Cocktail, cocktail. <laughs> one of the new classics. <laughs> Tom Cruise, very yeah, classic. All of his movies, you can miss big chunks of them because you've already seen it, first of all. But then when you see it again, you can miss parts, but it's fun to have it on on the TV, I think. 
you can watch a Tom Cruise movie in like five point bulletins. Just describe it. It's like Jets, McGillis, Roundhouse, High Five, Black Guy with Mirror Shades, Goose Dead. Never mind, let's not watch it. I just went through the entire emotional roller coaster that is Top Gun. Are you saying was that, all you were that saying that all Tom first... Cruise movies are you could do that, that with way? each with each one. Not specifically Black Guy Mirror Shades. Also, Kelly McGillis never worked yeah. that much. Her titties <laughs> sucked in the Amish movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They did. That's a big budget picture. Don't they screen for those, Doug? You're from Hollywood. Don't they usually screen those? Isn't there a process, a vetting process? There's a scene where she takes them out, right? Yeah, she's bathing Amish Takes style. out her... With a cheesecloth. Harrison Ford's watching her. I thought they were good ones. <laughs> she did have some high-waisted undies on. That made still, them look longer. Yeah. Her there, most was a, <laughs> there was a silver silhouette of a naked lady on one of them. A ta- like a tattoo? Mud flap. I think, I think you have like a gas leak in that van, dude. You gotta have that. <laughs> I don't spend that much time in the van. It's a ventilation problem. Just saying, let down, let down. They need to redo witness. Get that girl from Species in there. All right, I'm ready to do uh, risky business. Here we go. Uh, sliding across the floor in his underwear, Ray-Ban sunglasses, Re- Rebecca De Mornay, fucking on a train, Guido the Killer Pimp. Boom, don't have to watch it. <laughs> What's, you know, those five? See, What's, it works. You don't need to watch. <laughs> like that samurai one? Three words. It's not even, you don't even need five to watch that dumb movie. What goes way too long. Oh, long hair, Tom Cruise. Best friends with the Chinese dude, Samurai's Die. <laughs> well, that movie, that was complete bullshit because I've seen some Samurai movies since the last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> what have you seen lately, Charlie Hodge? Have you been in the movies? I wanted to tell you, I recently I got, it was one of the highlights of my in front of people doing stuff career. Master Pancake Theater, and it was a bring-your-own-movie night. You're going to have a blast doing Master Pancake Theater. Oh, it's fun, man. I, I, you know, like I said, I do a pretty similar thing out in Los Angeles, and uh, I always have a great time. In fact, Monday night, this coming Monday, we're going to show Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Really? And I have, I have not seen it in its entirety. It was on on a plane I was on, and I, I averted my eyes. Because I want to see it fresh uh, on, on Monday night and, and then comment You're on it as we go. Yeah. Well, the, what movie did you watch? Well, the crowd brought a variety of movies, and they pick a DVD, and this guy had found a copy of Tiptoes. Have you ever heard oh, of Tiptoes? Oh, yeah, Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman and Matthew McConaughey are twin brothers, and Gary Oldman looks no less than 25 years older. And Gary Oldman plays a midget, but it's a dwarf midget. He puts shoes on his knees and just walks around with a full-size sport coat on. Full-size coat, hey, I'm Grandma's twin brother. Hey. Then they got Dinklage in there to bring in some credibility. And they got the Arquette with the crooked tooth, the Patricia Arquette. I want to see her have a tooth fight with Jewel. You're like, yeah. But anyway, she's that got movie kind of a, is she's so got kind ridiculous. of a medium crooked, crooked tooth. <laughs> but that movie, have you seen it? I have not, but I've seen clips from it, and Choice. it looks insane. Oh, it's so... It's, 
it's it's it, it's as if Mel Brooks couldn't get away with racial humor and made Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Think how uncomfortable that would be. It's like someone with with like hate in their heart had made it. <laughs> Tiptoes is just like so mean to little people. <laughs> I just realized for the first time, though. Do you think that? Do you think that Tim Conway called the character Dwarf because it sounds like dwarf? Y- yeah. yeah. I never, I never, never made that connection. I just thought it was a silly name. Oh, his name's Dwarf. Conway owns an island because of Dwarf. <laughs> dwarf goes golfing. Sold five billion copies. It's not goes golfing. It's on golf, and you learn a great deal about how to play. <laughs> Did I have a condescending tone? I apologize. It's an educational tape, dude. <laughs> but tiptoes, uh, check it out. All right, yeah, we got to see how awful that is. And then, and you sat there and made jokes the whole time. Isn't that fun? It is. It's a blast. It's such a good time, especially when you have targets like McConaughey and Gary Oldman, where like they, you could tell. I counted. We played a game. How many couches did they have to cut up for this movie? <laughs> because rather than CG it, they would stick his fucking legs in the couch and then like glue shoes to his knees. <laughs> and they had him sitting in like five different rooms. And each time he had to be placed in a deep, like a deep chair. There is no wicker, no wicker in that movie. Not a stitch of it. I mean, as a, as a lover of couches, that offends me. That's terrible. Even a cheap couch. There was some roadie, some teamster taking a break after he cut half a hole in it. Yeah, try sticking his leg in now. Oldman does You know, one of those deals. Wait, this is Gary Oldman in yes. this movie? Yeah, like very respectable actor. This is like 2002. This I is think- after, I mean, this isn't like his first gig. Is Ben Kingsley in this? I feel like maybe he should be. He does lots of But that's the thing movies. about hey, doing Beckinsale in that, it. I don't know who that that one is. But just think about just think about everyone on the set of My Left Foot. Like Daniel Day-Lewis, amazing actor, but he's still spending all day long going and it's just like it, it's just it's that fine line, you know, like he pulled it off masterfully and Gary Oldman tried it, didn't really work out. It's like uh Sean Penn and I am Sam. You. <laughs> it's like he's an amazing actor, but that's just like you can't really pull that off. How did the other sister get made? Oh, that movie. I mean, amazing. I know the answers. Is Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall. Like other than that, like it's so, like it's so, like that's an offensive. Is it offensive? I've I never think so. Seen it. Or I'm hilarious. And feeling like I should be angry. Juliet Lewis, Juliet Lewis, Giovanni Ribisi, decent actors, but like Giovanni Ribisi, he only takes up the ret- retardation like a slight notch from his character on Friends. <laughs> yeah. Remember how dumb he was? He just goes a little dumber, and they just stand. I love you. I love you too. And it's just it's. It's it's bizarre. And the weirdest part about I Am Sam is that they that they have like this these five. Uh, mentally handicapped individuals who hang out together in the movie and like two or three of them are played by you know actors who are not mentally handicapped then they throw in a couple real handicapped people so just the way they look is completely different those three guys look like they're insane not mentally handicapped (laughs) because they don't have the look you know what I mean then a white guy painted like an Indian walks on set I am here to steal your women remember in the old Hollywood you ever watch old TC Turner classic movies all Indians were played by white guys with, like, shoe polish on their face. Like, they didn't hire any real Indians, and there were, like, gazillions probably looking for work. Hollywood's just... 
so out of whack. This is pre-casino. Yeah, they were definitely looking for work. Sure. No good. That's a good thing to bring up on Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, <laughs> the plight of the American Indian. Here's they got the shut down even by Hollywood. The movies were about cowboys and Indians, and they couldn't get a gig. Here's Jason. a question, though. I have a question, Doug. Okay, please. Do you think they serve Thanksgiving dinner at Indian casinos? Think about it. They yes, bring, they do. They actually, bring people in. I actually know the answer. They do. That's pretty messed I've up. I've been there, and it's happened to me. Oh, that is, that's the saddest holiday story ever. <laughs> oh, you don't were know you how working? much I love poker. Were you, were you yeah, working? Are you I working? Are you poker? So you just thought you'd take... You were just like, yeah, take no, the other there's like a, There's an Indian casino like on my way home from uh, when I visit family. And I'll, so I'll stop oh, in and play. Oh, it's getting sadder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no, so it's wrong earlier. Drive. I thought it was I, the height of sadness. But it's apparently a long there's layers. Drive. It's, it's like a, an onion. You keep peeling. No. It's a long drive, Matt. I want to break it up with some, uh, you know, Texas Hold'em and pumpkin pie. And turkey of despair. <laughs> ah, you made a holiday out of my. Right. I people forgot that you're talking about holiday shit. Here you and go. I thought there was a card game called Turkey of Despair. Yeah. And I was so it's like excited. Pie <laughs> yeah, pie oh. Hey. oh, you Turkey of Despair. Oh, take, take, take. <laughs> Have you been to the cinema lately, Jason Dick? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I like Matt. I don't, I don't see a lot of movies either. So I saw uh, my eighth movie ever, I think, uh, The Muppets, last week. The Muppets movie. Now, do you, do you, all of you saw that, and you just loved it unconditionally. Because I've prepared a statement. <laughs> I saw The Muppets, and I'm going to stick my head out here. I did not love it. It's extremely okay. See, there's this new Muppet, Walter, who doesn't know he's a Muppet. And his friend Jason Siegel, who is decidedly not a Muppet. And Amy Adams, his girlfriend, who is also not a Muppet. And they don't know that Walter is a Muppet. But then they go and hang out with some Muppets, and no one ever says, Hey, this guy is just like them. <laughs> Now, I'm all for the suspension of disbelief. <laughs> but this is the suspension of disbelief bridge too far. <laughs> too much story, too many pep talks. Every character in the movie needs to be convinced to do something that ultimately all they have to do is say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> but they st like there are a couple of characters walk away from them trying to convince them to join up, and then they come back later, and you know there's 50 Muppets in the movie, so they all have to have someone has to go, come on, you can do it, be a part of the team, let's go. And I'm like, more jokes. <laughs> what what do you think, Jason? Uh, all of your points are very valid. I I don't know about Jason Siegel in that movie. Like I like Jason Siegel a lot. I do too. But I've seen his dick, like, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And he got pink eye from farting in the pillows and stuff like that. And now he's singing with kids and Muppets. I was Jason, just like, what kind, of, what, what kind of pussy were you trying to pick up at this movie? <laughs> I, what kind of date ended at this movie? I, I, none of them. I, I actually went by myself just so I could. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I frequently. 
the date. No, I got a new trench coat to try out. There no This is a. This is not a joke, but you're free to laugh at it. Yeah. There are no casinos nearby. You were like, what? What is it I can do to cry into popcorn? I frequently go to the movies. That I don't even give a shit about seeing just so I can eat buttery movie popcorn. <laughs> so instead of a thumbs I, up, I saw you tweet down, about that. <laughs> yeah, that's not a joke. You I, tweeted that very thing. Oh, I want some popcorn. I, I guess I'll go sit through the fucking Muppets. My, my favorite thing about the movies is, is popcorn, not incredible cinema. I'm telling you, though, you go to the Muppets alone, man, you might be able to get into something plush. <laughs> <laughs> Those Muppets have really soft vaginas. <laughs> all of them, all of them do. There's no penises in a lot of them, except for maybe Sweetums. <laughs> that big tall one that's always running behind. You're leaving me behind. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I thought I really loved the idea of it, and I was very excited to be there. And parts, I enjoyed parts of it, but I, the overall, it just took its toll on me. By the time it was over, I was like, "Really? Are we still worried about whether Walter is going to fit in or not? <laughs> Walter's just another fucking muppet." <laughs> and and I, when is he going to wake up to it? And when is Scooter going to step up and go, you're taking my fucking slot, man. I am the, indis- you know, basically not very interesting young white male Muppet that's just around trying to help out. I don't know if we're allowed spoilers here, but his, his talent that he discovers at the end of the movie, I'm like, fuck you. You, you can whistle. <laughs> I do, Wait a second. I do not mind that being spoiled, and if anyone in the world contacts me and says, <laughs> says, "Wait a second, Walter can whistle." <laughs> How dare you! Never saw it coming. It's Spank time. Bills, to, it's time to start the music. Is. It's time to light the lights. <laughs> the, the current new, the new Muppet movie. I haven't seen previews for it, but it has the same old. Has the old Muppets in it? Yeah. Am I crazy for thinking that's that the the old Muppets? Are like in I saw it? there was a Muppet movie coming, but I just thought it was new new Muppets. Nope, same old old. Just Walter. Is it yeah. Walter from Jeff Dunham? Like that Walter? <laughs> like he's the new Muppet? No, he's not a crotchety old man who can whistle. Huh. Do they age the Muppets at all? Or are they just regular? They just why would why would the Muppets I'm have this? Has me really concerned. This has oh me... age. He said age. Yeah. yeah. I thought he said AIDS. Like did they age them at all? <laughs> yeah. Did the, none of the Muppets had AIDS at this all? This piggy looks more like a smoked ham. <laughs> I would, well, if none of the puppets have AIDS, I don't care to see it. That's just the way it is. I didn't spend four years in college for... to go see an AIDS-free puppet movie. <laughs> well, then you're not going to want to go see the next one. They're, they're, I've already got the next one lined up. It's going to be called Muppet Delphia. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I also... Final thing I'll say on that, because we've got, we've got some games to play, but final thing I'll say on the Muppets is um, I, I saw it at a matinee, and there were quite a few children there, and they could not have been more fucking bored out of their minds. They don't know who, they have no fucking they, idea who the Muppets it's are. It's not even Elmo. It's that's not even Sesame thought, Street characters. That's it's why I characters it was like new Muppets not know. that they were taught on television or something. They have no idea who. I, they, look again, once again, I'm way too concerned about this. I should let it go, but I'm really <laughs> well, upset that this decision Well, kids are savvy now. They have the internet. They know a frog can't fuck a pig. 
period. Like you and I pull the wool over a what? Have you ever seen that? I don't even know what a penis is. Have you ever seen that video where the chimpanzee yes. has sex with a frog? And then throws it under his arm for later? Oh, that's very... Like a paper at the shoe shine stand? Yeah, how come <laughs> PETA's not writing them a letter? <laughs> that's a horrible way to die, too. I mean, like the hey. mother-in-law later is going to get face-fucked to death. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, Hopefully yeah. not by a chimp. Yeah, but we're not going to put that on YouTube. No good? Why to death? Can't you just let her enjoy the experience? Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was a pleasurable holiday experience. You made it. You, you took something I said and, oh. and made it dirty. Oh, really? <laughs> I took something dirty you said and repeated it. <laughs> I, I just got a text from, you guys know Nakia from... Uh, yeah, from uh, the. What was voice? that show called with the spinning chairs? The, the Voice. The Voice. Yeah, where they're like the promos were all like, it's this time, it's about the Voice. They turn their chairs around, see the person, then they see them for the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not really just about the Voice. <laughs> they get to see him right away and go, oh, that'd be a good person to look at while they're singing. Or oh, I don't want to look at that guy while he's singing. But Nakia is a cool dude, and I, I met him when I was uh, visiting uh, 101X here in town one time. And uh, yeah, he just uh, he just texted me. What did he say? Uh, hey, man. <laughs> how, how long you in Austin? Would love to come see a show. Maybe hang a bit. Give me a shout. Should we put everything on hold for a little bit? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even going to call him back, but whatever. It's not what? that big of a town. You could, what if he, he listens listens a good to dude. this? I thought about maybe having him on as a guest on the show, but I have so many good friends and uh, people that were in town that uh, it's going to be all four totally different guests tomorrow. And fingers crossed, no one will be threatened to be face fucked. <laughs> but you never know with this show, especially I since I'll a, be here. I thought it was more of an offer than a threat. But if you want to, <laughs> why everyone's trying to make treat. it dirty? What a sweet offer. Um, yeah. So anyway, the kids, the kids at the Muppets didn't uh, didn't seem to be that into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just warning just, you. Just to put I'm a warning you on if that. you have kids. <laughs> Did your kids like it? Did you guys bring kids? And they liked it? There's like... You know, how, you know how in the first Charlie and the Chocolate Factory there's that one song that's boring as shit where Charlie's mother is singing about how he should cheer up? Longhorns? Man, man in the house? There's that one boring song in all of the first... Uh, Chocolate Factory movie, and that's when the kids fucking check out and get bored out of their minds. In the Muppets, they have three or four of them, where people are just singing contemplatively <laughs> about their lives and their existence. It's fucking, it's deep, but it's not, it's not as fun as it should be. My opinion. You know, I'm, I'm always wrong. Aww. You sounds like you need a pep talk. <laughs> Walter, get over here. Yeah. Listen here, Doug. Just get out there and do it. <laughs> Why are there so many? <laughs> I should say that this is all coming from the point of view of someone who was a huge fan when I was a kid. So I was very excited about this and very happy that Jason Siegel got it to happen. Very happy that Amy Adams is in it. She's adorable. But there's, there's a whole song and dance number with no Muppets in it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> A couple of my friends do cameos in it, so I, I feel bad saying anything negative about it. But, you know, I'm all about the honesty. And shall we play a game? True dad. Wait, I get, I get, look, you didn't ask me about a movie. I don't care about you and movies, Scott. Damn it. No, I asked you about war movies. Oh, you did. I was, yeah. I was but have you say, seen something recently? Yeah, I did, and I want to 
just stop anybody from ever having to sit through it. Uh, Jay Edgar. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I would have sat through it. Jedgar. You would think I would sit through it to see Leonardo DiCaprio kiss another dude. Fuck no. You I really? checked out way beyond that. Yeah, I fell asleep uh, the last 10 minutes. I was but like, snoring. Oh, well, Scott's gay, by the way, everybody. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know if that was oh, yeah. obvious until he said he was dying to see Leo <laughs> kiss another dude. Yeah, okay, so that puts it in context. So I'm like you. I wanted the, you know, it's my Muppet hey. movie, and I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. All right, let's play some games. Yay! Yay! Let's start with build a title. Two, two or three people love that one. <laughs> <laughs> At home, they love it. At home. Yeah, I asked for Twitter suggestions for the uh, uh, a title to play the game with today, and somebody said, "How about it was a." Uh, also not T.J. Miller on Twitter because T.J. Miller's handle's not T.J. Miller so some other genius came up with calling himself also not T.J. Miller <laughs> and he suggested death becomes her yeah so let's start with Charlie and work our way back to me I don't know why you think there's some sort of yell out the names of the people that are in that movie <laughs> game, but also how what an easy game that would be. <laughs> I see your Bruce Willis and raise you Meryl Streep, Goldie Hawn, and Isabella Rossellini. <laughs> no, they're all, they're, I should mention that for anybody who came out today because they thought, you know, oh, 420, Doug Benson, it's just going to be a bunch of pot jokes. Uh, this is, you know, we're doing the games for my podcast, and the guests on stage are the only ones that participate. So even if you think the answer might be Bruce Willis, <laughs> don't, don't yell it out. Unless maybe that guy's just super into Bruce Willis. <laughs> to which I say, yippee kayo, kaye, motherfucker. Uh, Charlie, so you need to add a title to the beginning or end of Death Becomes Her. So you need a movie that ends in the word death or begins with the word her or something that sounds like her. Her. All right. You got anything? Death Becomes Her would easily become Death Becomes Schmer. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't either. I'm trying to think of a, wor- a movie that ends in death. I feel like there, there's, there's, they all begin with death. It's Death Wish. Don't yell out. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Plus, whatever it was you said was wrong. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so Charlie's out. Let's go down to Matt. What? I lose? Well, we got, oh. we got, we're under a time crunch here. Oh, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Uh, death Becomes Her Majesty's Secret Service. Unfortunately, it's on Her Majesty's Secret Service, so Matt's out. Now we go to Jason. (laughs) Fuck me. I see how this game is played. (laughs) Death becomes Herbie Goes Bananas. Fuck all of you. I win the game. That is amazing. Technically, it's Herbie on bananas, but we'll we'll let you go. We'll let you slide on that one. Damn. No, Herbie completely goes bananas. 
Everyone knows that. That's pretty that. good. I was sitting here. I was like, please leave the her. Please. That's the only one I'll know all night. I just threw please the ball into the dirt from the mound. <laughs> <laughs> I thought somebody might go, death becomes hurt locker. Is the way you could have gone. I, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so, more options. Scott Kennedy, we have death becomes Herbie goes bananas. So you need a movie that starts with bananas. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me pick one. Um, or, or ends with death. There's, there's, I know of at least one movie that ends with the word death. <laughs> and that, of course, is Bruce Willis. Uh, at least the guy's got a sense of humor about how stupid he is. <laughs> uh, nothing with bananas. I'm going to go. I, I, you may have to look it up, but till death. That was a TV show with uh, the guy yeah. from Raymond, Brad Garrett. Movie. Yeah, based yeah, yeah, on yeah. a movie, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you watched a, a bunch in a row. There's no way they could have just come up with some writer's room. That had to be based on a movie. All right, so you're out. <laughs> I like the way you covered your mouth to whisper, but into the mic. Into the mic, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the answer it's, is... It's for the people at home. Willis. I only talk to the people at home when you do this. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to add uh, Murder by Death. Oh. Becomes her, B goes bananas. <laughs> And we go back to Jason. You need a movie that ends in murder. Oh, shit. I didn't know you were Or playing. begins with bananas. Murder should be an easy one, right? It, it should be. should be, but Woo. it's, you know, probably tricky. Can I help him? <laughs> no. Does he get a shout out? No. <laughs> no, we're not going to pull this cash cab over. <laughs> <laughs> Gold, frankincense, and Murder. <laughs> Fun for the holidays, right? Um, yeah, do you, can you think of anything uh, that ends in murder? What, what, murder, <laughs> murder by death. What, what am I on again? <laughs> it has to, it's I murder need bananas by death or murder. Murder by death becomes Herbie goes bananas. So you need something that begins in bananas or ends in murder. Or sounds like. As most movies do, they begin with bananas and ends with murder. Someone in the audience is yelling something. Even though I, I, can't, um, I can't believe I need to admonish any further <laughs> about yelling out answers from the audience. Murder goes death becomes Herbie goes bananas and apples. Bananas and apples? You, uh, it was a great movie. Who's in that movie? It's uh, uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of movie Okay, you okay, I'll take that, but who plays apples? <laughs> it's a cop buddy picture. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Willis and his partner are bananas and apples. And they get along most of the time. They're not like bananas and oranges. They're not completely different. Or apples and oranges. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked that one up. <laughs> but that's a shout out to all the Herman Cain fans. Because he's... He thinks things are apples and oranges. So you, uh, there's got to be something that ends in murder. Let's open it up to the audience. Something that ends in murder? The perfect murder. Oh. Perfect murder starring Michael Douglas and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Dial oh, M yeah. for murder. Dial M. Anatomy of a... Wow, you guys are a font of murder. <laughs> Dial M for murder. All right. So, but uh, just since I don't really count, uh, we'll call Jason the winner of that game. Congratulations. <laughs> Herbie goes bananas. Yeah, I mean, that was him, pretty awesome. Give him, give him his Jason and Deb blast. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. You win that back, and the next game you play to win you back your you plaque. Rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can win back your plaque. Well, thank you almost 
or not almost, also not T.J. Miller for suggesting that. And now, uh, now let's go to the real, what people are really here for. <laughs> let's play the Leonard Malton game. <laughs> I, I think based on the last game, we're going to have a really good one here. <laughs> well, the thing about the Leonard Malton game is that uh, even if you don't know what you're doing, you can, stri- you can play strategically. Exactly. You, don't, you don't have to know the answer necessarily. Oh, my God. Somebody just held up a Kermit the Frog with, oh. and, that, and then illuminated it. That is adorable. I even remember how Walter has a Kermit the Frog watch. I used to wear that exact same watch. I'm a huge Muppets fan, so that's part of why I was disappointed. You're Maybe. betrayed. You keep like apologizing like you said you hated Betty White or something. Like, I hate that fucking cunt. Well, you know? seriously, spend some time with her. <laughs> she is the worst. No, I, you're right, but it's, it just seems yeah. like everybody loves it unconditionally. Like, the critics gave it, like, 98% or something on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's like, come on, somebody point out that it's <laughs> not that good. That's where you, that's where you come I from. like the music. The songs are by uh, Brett McKenzie of uh, Flight of the Concords. All right, so it's time to play a Leonard Maltin game. I didn't remind you guys of this backstage, but you were playing for somebody in the audience, so what I need each of you to do is to go out into the crowd and pick out... The name tag or sign or illuminated. There's so many. I've never seen more illuminated things in a crowd. Can we get the house lights up just a little bit so that uh, they can get a better idea of what's out there? Right. And uh, everybody go pick and then bring back to your seat the name tag that you'd like to play for. Are we just going to bound for the Chips Ahoy between us? <laughs> you oh, can have it. Hey, yeah, I'm fight over the J- Chips Ahoy cookies. There you go. Huh. There's a beverage Whoa. up front. Hmm. There's a lady over there with a really that cute doll. Sign would be where did, where did show us on the doll where he touched you? <laughs> uh, I'll take the yeah. What do we what do we have? I like that for some reason. Scott's got one. Oh well. <laughs> I want the long. I, one I didn't see what movie it was before I got it. It does. I would have probably. I'm gonna go. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Neil Diamond's my favorite singer in the whole world. Oh, do I just take this? You don't come with me or something? Jason picked the light up one. I passed on the uh, people who brought the giant cupcakes because we already did enough fat jokes on the popcorn thing. So, Aww. Oh, no, no, giant no, no. cupcakes? <laughs> I can't believe you got to walk the crowd I can't smart, believe Doug. It. Is this like America's Funniest Home Videos where they don't necessarily get their tape back? Like, is this now property of the stage? I, you know, it's, you no, know, people... People, awesome. it's different really? from, there's a shithead written on the back there, Charlie, so don't, I, I, don't I say what that says. Don't say it out loud. I won't. I'll save that for the end. Scott we'll, is horrified that I passed on the cupcakes. I'm, I can't get over it. I don't know if I'm going to be Do you want to trade in yours for the cupcakes? Absolutely. There you go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can we eat that? Sorry, Amber. Can we eat this cookie? <laughs> Not that you, I absolutely know you. Oh, Amber did a crap. very... And Amber did a very clever thing, but a giant cupcake. Come on. Are you on. serious? Come on. <laughs> Look at that thing. What's uh, the name on not it? Not about that. Let me see. Something that doesn't have the name. Oh, my on. God. Two of them. They just appear. Well, we're just playing for one of you. All right. So we're just playing for Heidi. Heidi. All right. <laughs> God damn it. These things. Feel how heavy that I know. is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's like eating a bowling ball. This is like an eight-pound cupcake. I know. I'm going to name it. Crap. <laughs> I think it's got a name on it. 
All right, so Heidi is the one we're going to play for, though. So Scott is playing for Heidi. Sorry, Amber. Amber, sorry, Amber. Amber made a nice DVD know, cover. And, and she I'm took sorry, the, but Amber, come on. She look. took the Deliverance DVD and put me and Leonard Malton on the front of it. <laughs> I don't know which one of us is going to make the other one squeal like a pig, but I find I'm very uncomfortable about the whole thing, so I'm glad we tra- <laughs> traded that in for cupcake deliciousness. I just have a little, little bit of the frosting here. Yeah, can we, get, can we actually eat the props? God damn. Well, you can't eat yours because it's just a piece of paper. Right. <laughs> Don't you judge me, Doug Benson. Don't you judge me. <laughs> so Charlie Hodge picked a uh, Sweet Caroline Neil Diamond. I assume your name is Sweet? Oh, Caroline. Okay. <laughs> so her name is Caroline. <laughs> and uh, Matt Bearden, what'd you pick? Uh, you got the cookie. Super genius Jordan nailed it by sitting close. I don't like to go. I don't like or trust people, so I'm not going in the crowd. And then uh, he. And then Jordan's a good name, Jordan Catalano, uh, or uh, Jordan Catalano. Yeah, bitches. I know what you're into. I know how to make this happen. So I'm gonna hang out with Jordan and uh, Cookie Time. Boom. Face. All right. Nicely played, Jordan. And then Jason I, fell for the Longhorn thing. Not the Batman or Superman symbol as you thought it was it looked like superman from in the dark but now that i see it it's definitely the head of a a dead animal (laughs) with uh with melissa written across it so congratulations melissa and uh so those are the people that the gentleman on stage will be playing for and first person to get to two points in the leonard malton game and i think you guys all have Somewhat of a grasp of how to play. Can you go blind Nillo? <laughs> Can you do what? Go blind Nillo in the, in the Leonard Malton game. Blind what? Because the scheme of it's kind of similar to spades. I thought, is it possible to go blind Nillo? You can go negative. Oh, Nillo. I just didn't know what you were saying. Oh, it is it possible to go blind Nillo? Yes. I was like, I don't know what that means. I still don't know what it means. What are you saying? It's like this it's like the word nil. really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to eat this cookie. I'm sorry, Jordan. Yeah, you can, you can start eating at it if you want. See, we we you. know it's Jordan. We'll remember. Told you so. I can't stop eating this fucking cupcake. <laughs> oh, Heidi. <laughs> oh! I'm under there. Okay, so which one of you guys thinks, raise your hand if you think you're going to be the worst at this. Oh, easily. Nailed I, it. I, Nailed it. Jason, I've played with you on the radio. You, you beat I don't your, know rubies, uh, but I'm um, strategically. Yeah, you sound. beat Deb uh, on that sh- on your show, right? Yeah. When we play. So let's. Okay, so we'll start with Matt. I was born before they even had movies, <laughs> so um, I don't know what that what? means. <laughs> so we'll start with with Matt, and then we'll go to Jason, Sounds then good. Scott, then Charlie, and then the order changes each round. But you'll see how that works as as we proceed. Uh, you get to pick a category, Matt Bearden. Yeah. Would you like in theaters now? That's motion pictures that are playing in Sweet. theaters now. Hmm. Preferably cool. over cool. a thousand theaters. Yeah. Or would you like, from my good friend, King of Pancakes, suggested the number one movie five years ago to this very day. Number one movie. The number one movie five years ago. Bruce Willis had nothing to do with it. So it, it would have been Thanksgiving weekend five years ago? Mm-hmm. Or maybe, right. or maybe the Monday after. I, you know how dates are and how they change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how Thanksgiving's on a different day of yeah. the month every... 
It's always on a Thursday, but the well, number, I do the number, now. The number changes. It's like a drunk stepfather shows up at a different time every year. <laughs> and then your third option, Matt, is uh, movies that have a Weezer song on the soundtrack. Because I'm going to be going on the Weezer cruise. That's right, the Weezer cruise. WeezerCruise.com. So which one of those? Which one of those would you like to play in theaters now? Five years ago was number one, or I'm going to do five years. Okay, here we go. I, I actually feel good about that. Okay, I'm glad you feel good about it. From five years ago, Leonard Malton gives this movie on his movie review app. He gives it one, two and a half stars. Two and a half stars. It's from 2006, of course. And he says about this movie that it has endearing characters and that it was an Oscar winner. It has endearing characters and it was an Oscar winner and it was from 2006, two and a half stars. I'm going to tell you the, that there are 11 names associated with uh, performing in this movie, actors and actresses, and you get to bid on how many names you think, reading from the bottom of the list up, it will take you. To guess the name of this particular movie, and the Oscar can be like any kind of Oscar, right? It just that somehow that movie took an Oscar. Somehow it took an Oscar. <laughs> it may have not. It may have not done it legitimately. <laughs> it may have. The movie may have just grabbed an Oscar. <laughs> so and ran. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think I can do it in. A, I I know I think I know the I think I know the movie. So I'll go, z- I'll go zero names. He says zero names. <laughs> playing for Jordan. But then we, have, top- then we yeah. go to Jason playing for Melissa. And you can go now into negative names, or you can just hope that, hope that Matt doesn't know what he's talking about and that he won't get it and just say name that movie. Just for fun, when I say negative names, I name from the top, right? Yeah. So if you think yeah, you know... Name that you- movie. Name that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt Bearden, what's the name of this movie? We were just having this discussion. I just met a lot of people that had babies, and I have a, a new one, and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck to do uh, with it. And uh, we just, Anyway, I believe that the movie is Happy Feet, the animated classic Happy Feet. That's correct. <laughs> nice. How did you get that? Good job. Are we, are we getting hustled up here? What is this? I'm going to be the worst at this game. Zero names. Happy feet. Boom. Yeah, he just fell into his new baby wheelhouse. To be, to be fair, it was either happy feet or one of a billion Harry Potters always come out around this time of year. That's true. That is a good point. But, but they wouldn't have called that delightful. And you kept saying performers, not actors. Oh, yeah. You gave me I don't, a little hint. Because I don't like getting yelled at when they, when they find out it's an animated movie. The guests usually go, you said it had actors in it. Well, yeah, their voices. So, also, Happy Feet 2 is out right now. So that's also sort of a clue because it, it came out for Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, yeah. And not doing anywhere near as well as the first one. And sadly enough, the company that made it just laid off a shit ton of people. Because it's not making enough. Because the movie's not making enough money, and it cost hundred and forty million dollars <laughs> to make Happy Feet Two. <laughs> I'd say just go on a fucking zoo, tie some strings to some penguins, yeah. dance them around a little bit, and call it a day. Hundred and forty million to make something fake. <laughs> Whatevs. But what if Happy Feet Two? You're all fired. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I feel bad for all those people that work yeah. there, but hopefully they'll get jobs making some other fake movie. They all got Dr. Scholl's implants on leaving the building. <laughs> it took me a while, but I got there. <laughs> that is your severance. Yeah, that be me. Did that make them feel better or worse, though? It's kind of like rubbing it in. Kind of. To their feet. No, you'd be pissed at the beginning, but like a month later, when you've kind of gotten over getting, you know, ousted because the penguins cost so much, you'd be like, God damn, though, my feet feel good. I'm sleeping better. Back in so bad. Gelling. Out there pounding the pavement. Yeah. As you're pounding the pavement looking, sure. for, uh, looking for work, you're like, oh, all right, you know what? I'll we'll skip they, a little bit. I thought they were assholes. But Do a little pretty, skipping. Pretty nice guys. Skipping's nice. Yeah. Skipped in years. All right, so Matt has a point. <laughs> <laughs> they were asking me backstage if I ever cut anything out. Now, finally, I have something. <laughs> <laughs> something to cut out of the show. <laughs> Okay, so back on point, and Jason challenged him, so we will start with Scott and then head down in Jason's direction. So sit tight there. We'll get to you eventually, Charlie Hodge. Scott gets to pick a category. Would you like that time of the movie? That's period films. <laughs> Nobody ever picks it. It's, just, it's a category that's been languishing because <laughs> the guests don't think they know that much about period movies. Uh, someone named At King A-Hole suggested, suggested Walking Dead, great TV show on AMC, but he, he's saying movies that either have walking or dead in the title. And then your third option, submitted by Tank Hughes, Tank Hughes, <laughs> is Training Day, which has nothing to do with the film Training Day. It has to do with films that take place mostly on a train. So, mostly on a train, Walking or Dead, or a period film? Which one would you like? Scott Kennedy. Walking or Dead. Walking Dead. Yeah, and Risky Business doesn't mostly take place on a train. <laughs> Just the best part. <laughs> All right, so, Scott, this movie is from 2004. takes place mostly on a train. Leonard Malton gives it two and a half stars. He says about this movie... That it is an expansion of a book and that it is set in the 1950s. And he also says, I'll give you one more thing. Uh, <laughs> he calls it entertaining enough. <laughs> yeah, two and a half stars, entertaining enough, uh, 1950s, based on a book. And there are. Came out when? There are eight performers listed involved in this movie from 2004. How many names do you think you can get it in? I can get it eight. in four. Four names he starts with. Let me go to Jason. Because we change the order each round. Uh, name that movie. Wow, he gives him four names. Gentlemen in the audience has a guess. I don't know fucking why anyone in the audience ever has an out loud guess. Don't know how many times I can ask you to not do that. Don't know how I can do it. Don't know why you'd be this drunk this early in the day and not able to follow instructions. Because I think that movie was set in the 1950s. <laughs> yes, Money Train. <laughs> Money Train. Uh, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Some people get excited, I guess. Okay, so here's your four names. Do you want the clues again, Scott? Sure. Two and a half stars from Leonard. I think, I think that's 
in my opinion, that's too much. 2004, entertaining enough, 1950s, based on a book. And your four names are Steven Tyler. Nice. Yeah, that's Steven Tyler. <laughs> Charles Fleischer, Eddie Deason, and Noria, Noria Gay. Yeah. Those people got billing over Steven Tyler? <laughs> Charles? Well, that tells you a little something, the, the order of billing. Do you have any idea, Scott? Honestly, I don't. I... No idea whatsoever? No, I thought four would suck him into it, but damn. <laughs> no, I really, uh, set in the 50s it has me baffled. I know. It's the, they're terrible clues. That's how this game works. <laughs> no, I love it. But <laughs> the clues are very, very Obscure. hard to. So let me just say, does anybody? In the, uh, so the point goes to who made him name it, Jason. So Jason gets a point. You all groaned at me too when I said name that movie. I was ready. No, yeah, you you played it right. Oh, thank yeah, you. thank you. No, that's what often happens. <laughs> Sometimes the audience will be wrong. And uh, does the audience think they know what it is? Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis. He said again. <laughs> never, never stops being hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I, you know, I did set myself up for it. By, I, that's did. maybe that's what's confusing him is I keep saying, "Does anybody know in the audience?" <laughs> but that's the part where then you can yell something out, and hopefully it won't be Bruce Willis again. And uh, a, a woman in the front yeah. row got it right. It's called Polar Express. Uh, yeah, that's why I said performers again because it's a uh, it's a crazy motion capture movie. That is, if you've if you've never seen it, don't. It is creepy as fuck. I, I don't get it. I don't get that movie at all. It's very disturbing for the children. All right, so... Doug, they're pointing out that you read the wrong category. Yeah, is that... I was confused as well, but I was like, he's in charge. I don't there's, know. No, there's no death or walking in that, is there? Training. He picked walking the walking dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, Hold on. but in my defense, I did say out loud takes place mostly on a train yeah. when I was describing yeah. it. So at that point, that would have been a good time to jump in. But the audience is probably terrified to say anything to me. Right. <laughs> As was I. I was like, oh, fuck, i got to pay more attention. Because yeah, also, that would have been a really shitty guess, Money Train, if the subject, <laughs> if the category was Walking Dead. Money Train! Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's not the most en- enthusiastic performances by Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> and, I and didn't catch it either. And I wasn't uh, in that room with y'all, so... <laughs> <laughs> I should have. So should we throw that one out or should yeah, we? Yeah, absolutely. What the fuck? No, 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 yes. no. Throw yes. that one out. Fight, 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 fight. I think, played the game correctly. You I think Jason. No. I think Jason should get the point. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Heidi, you better start standing up for me. Come on. What? <laughs> Heidi should be just raising hell. <laughs> Mm. Heidi, Heidi is mm. exhausted because she just <laughs> she gave birth to two <laughs> two gigantic cupcakes. <laughs> we have a problem over here. Someone said that shit is fucked up. What is that? Somebody that's being played for? Jordan. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, so hey. then, what the fuck do you care? Jordan's got a point. Just chill the fuck out. We're gonna eat this cake together in a second <laughs> with somebody's mother-in-law. If you'll just shut up and let this <laughs> thing happen. <laughs> Yeah, I read the wrong category. If this was a, like a TV game show, we'd cut all that out, but it's not. It's a podcast. <laughs> and just soak in it, everybody. <laughs> uh. Just enjoy it. All right, so Jason challenged Scott, and uh, then Jason got the point, and mm. that means we're going to start with Charlie this time, and then from Charlie we will go to Matt. 
And Charlie gets to pick a category. Charlie, you're finally in this. Would you like... It's Tina Turner's birthday today. Mm. Yeah, and she's been in five films. Okay. This would be one of them. Or, at Jason Wayne Cox suggested, Hey, Friends, which is movies that feature someone from the cast of Friends. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and then, tis the season, we're in it. Uh, Holiday movies or Christmas movies. Hmm. Which one of those would you like to play, Charlie Hodge? Hmm. And keep in mind that whatever one you pick, I'm going to choose one of the others. <laughs> don't pick the one you want. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Making the entire well, process this season. Moot. I'm going for holiday movies. All right, holiday movies. This has somebody from the cast of Friends in it. <laughs> no, I've done it correctly this time. This is a holiday movie. Three stars from Leonard Malton. Shame on Leonard Malton. This is a four-star movie. I'd give it more stars if it were possible. It's from 1988. Even though he only gave it three stars, Leonard calls it dynamite. Yeah. He also, he also throws the word great in there at one point. I don't know why. Oh, here we go. Here's why he gave it three stars. Marred only by over-length. So it's over-length, it's over-long, dynamite and great, three stars, Christmas movie takes place at or around Christmas, and there are 16 names. It's a, it's a big to-do. 16 names, Charlie. How many, th- how many do you think you can get it in? From 1988, and it was too long. 16 names. <laughs> Dynamite. You know what? I think I could do this in three names. Damn. Yeah. I, I just realized I completely screwed up the uh, the order, but let's let's go that way anyway. Let's go with. You're on a tight ship around here, Doug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're worried that we know the, how to play the game <laughs> beforehand. Oh, I know how to play. I know. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. I don't usually play with fun. <laughs> <laughs> It gets confusing with four players. And also that last thing that happened. <laughs> I'll never get over that. That's the, that's the new state of Denver. <laughs> when it comes to, comes to my mistakes. Uh, but let's, let's just go to Matt. Uh, and I can't, I can't lose points, correct? <laughs> Am I listening to this? That's right. That's I, right. I'm, I'm going to ask him to name the movie in the, in the three... I, there's no way I can do it in no. two, and I think he'll blow, I think he'll call me, and I, I, I'll be. I don't want to give yeah. you another point. You're going to win the game though if he doesn't win. If he doesn't. Right. Oh well, it. weird how I did that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's almost like you've seen a, a move ahead of me. God <laughs> damn it! Oh. This is why I'm always going to jail. Fuck. <laughs> I just want to make sure Charlie knows what's on the line here. He better not have been fucking around with the three names. <laughs> if I'd have to guess, I'd say that Char- I think Charlie knows Charlie's it. in trouble. I think oh, yeah. no, I, I would think bet anything it. that Charlie doesn't. Charlie's know. got freaks. You you, you you watch a lot of movies, don't sure. you? Sure. <laughs> no, I do. I watch a lot of movies. It's a nice it's little a, setup in the back of that. Leonard man. Malton liked it. I know Doug Benson thinks it should have four stars. Right. I already think I know what it is. I'd give it five and a half. Five. Stars. If you, why not six? Then why five and a half? 
Ah, uh, because you know, let's not get ridiculous about scale. it. It's weird that both names would have come up uh, Happy Feet tonight, but that's what you're going to win on. That w- what? That would be a tremendous fuck up on my part <laughs> if I if I introduced Happy Feet in right. the mix again. And so also, guess now? And also read completely. He's going to give you the it. three worthless right. names. Here are my names out of sixteen. Yes, sir. I'll give you the clues again. Three stars from Leonard. Five and a half from me. 1988. He calls it dynamite and great, but he says it's marred only by over length. And your three names out of 16 are Don Harvey. Nice. Vondi Curtis Hall. Perfect. And Rebecca Broussard. Ugh, nailed it. Love her. <laughs> Is that of the Vermont Broussards? <laughs> is that out of line as a question? <laughs> no, I believe it is the, it's the Lady, Massachusetts Broussard. Ladies Broussards. and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> I am a simple caveman lawyer. <laughs> Take your time. I'm just going to eat some cupcake. <laughs> I got an obvious answer, but the link thing is, is nagging at me. It was too long. Mm-hmm. Was Leonard Malton known as someone who was fidgety? He's. <laughs> like, what is too long to Malton? He, he was on a lot of meth in '88, and uh, always had places to go. The Lost Years—they're they're known as. He was watching this with Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> Spuds had to party. We left a little early. In their Corona Beach yeah. Club T-shirts. <laughs> Malton, you dog. <laughs> I'm going with a Christmas story. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> Jordan, high five, dude. We nailing it over here. Just for just out of curiosity. Greatest story ever told. Just out of curiosity, I'm gonna look up a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah. Just see how it matches up with the clues I gave you. Hey Charlie, Charlie, that's what I want to guess too. To see if that was a good guess or not. I'm serious. I would have gone zero names. Let's see. Christmas story, nineteen eighty three, so five years. Four stars from Leonard. He he buys into the whole Christmas story magic. And then uh, let's see. He doesn't say anything about it being too long. Well, that's that's what you know. You you question that. Fudge. Maybe. <laughs> Do you think it's long because it's on TBS over and over yeah. and over again all goddamn yeah. day? That movie's twenty four hours long. It's the longest movie ever created. The same thing over and over again. It's, it's like brutal. the Flintstones background. It just keeps going. The same. I thought it was that movie. I only questioned Doug giving it five and a half stars. That I thought maybe not, but. Yeah, I mean, I you know, Christmas story. I, I, it's all right. I don't think they should play it nonstop for twenty four hours on on Christmas. It's far and away, this other movie I think is a better Christmas movie. But like, it's far like and is, away like is often the case in this game. The clues and the and the category can be a little confusing. But recently, I was on Comedy Film Nerds with Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini, and we discussed Christmas movies. And someone wrote to me, "You missed out on a great Christmas movie that you didn't mention." And that movie is called Die Hard. Wow. Takes place on fucking Christmas, and the guy had the one chance to yell out Bruce Willis <laughs> correctly. Oh my god. What an idiot. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yes, so he thought Die Hard was too long? Yeah, can you believe it? <laughs> 
Oh my God! He really was with Spuds McKenzie doing that. <laughs> That's a confusing clue. It was, a, it was 131 minutes long, and uh, and Leonard thought that was too much, too much of a great thing. Wow! Die Not hard, everybody. Powers. Three so star. Wow! That means that uh, Matt Bearden's our winner. Hey, Matt! Well done, Matt. Everybody that was rooting for me, I appreciate it. It's not an easy game to win, especially based on the fact that uh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so that adds that extra level of confusion. Like I'm going to appeal. Is there a court of appeal? I feel like this whole thing's been run shimmy-shammy, and I might have a, a way out. Well, you know, you'll get to play again sometime. Jason won't, but you'll be back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Congratulations to Jordan. Come on up here, Jordan, and get your prizes. Well done. You get all the stuff in that bag. And what happened to the other Jason and Deb glass? So there you go. You get that, too. Congratulations. And let's see. Oh, Caroline wrote her shithead on the back. Thank you, Caroline. Is it Caroline or Carol? Yeah, it's Caroline, right? And um, does Melissa have a shithead on the back of hers? No. She want the cake? Because there's, there's too much of this shit on the back of hers. This is, this is extremely high tech. It's awesome. Oh, and it's plush, too. So, Melissa, could you uh, come uh, up here for a second and... Because each of these people that lost tonight, their prize is almost as good because they get to name out of anything or anybody in the world, they get to name uh, some uh, shithead for me to name here at the end of the show. So, Melissa, just go ahead and write your shithead down right here on this piece of paper. Thank yeah, you. Don't, you don't want to ruin your beautiful, beautiful sign that Melissa made. Ooh. <laughs> and also, Doug, uh, the dude, where's my car? Unless you're going to snag that. That goes on the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, where's my car? You get that too, dude. He left it. He left it on purpose. There you go, man. Yeah, put the shit in the bag, son. <laughs> and Melissa, you can have this back if you want. Yeah. I mean, I could face fuck it if you want. Thought I could get one more in. One more face fuck joke. So I don't think that's ever come up on the show before. Gentlemen, you got anything to plug? Charlie Hodge podcast? My, yeah, my podcast is at charliehodgeshow.com. There's one every day. That's like my selling point. It's like, there's one every day. <laughs> you may not love it, but there's a lot of it. <laughs> the best podcast value anywhere. <laughs> it's no Christmas story. Very nice. Matt Bearden, what's up with you, buddy? Uh, if people are fans of stand-up, uh, I have the, the best show in town. It's on Tuesdays. It's at this club. It's called Punch. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for people yelling out. It really is fantastic if you're a fan of that or uh, Matt underscore Bearden uh, on the Twitter to find out all the rest of the stuff. And every morning on 93.7 KLBJ FM. Nice. Jason Dick? I host the competing show across the hall on 101X Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Uh, I'm the guy who's on with the British girl. And Are your commercials on at the same time as theirs? <laughs> Are they on 1228? Uh, I don't know. When are you on? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! Really? Don't get angry. We're we're, we're they're friendly. Call they're they're, they're here together. They yeah. if they didn't if they weren't friendly, they would not have uh, agreed to appear next to each other. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm, I feel bad and I feel horrible. No, 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 like no, no, people, no. Matt and I live like eight blocks away and have oh, been no, talking about getting up for beers me now. for yeah, like if six I were you, years. I would stab me in the neck right And never now. have. So, uh, no, yeah, we're, we're totally friends. We're, we're totally buddies. Yeah, uh, and whenever, I, whenever I'm in town, I do both of your shows and I just wander back and forth between yeah. the two. And, and, uh, when the commercial I, that's what I suggest on, listeners do. Just don't listen to the commercials. Just <laughs> yeah. change a button and listen to both. That's what I'd do if I lived here. <laughs> if I was fucking sitting on the Mopac... I'd just be like, 
Which one's talking now? Oh, commercial? Fuck that. Song? Fuck that. Right? Because what kind of music do you play on there, Jason? Rock and roll music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Passe. Yeah. No, you play like modern rock, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alternative. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then. Oh, uh, and follow me on Twitter at JasonDick101X. Eight, at JasonDick101X. And, yes. you're, and you're still. That a motherfucker sore. in Minnesota will not give me Jason Dick. There's a guy with Jason Dick. He said, please let me be Jason Dick. I'm a famous Jason Dick, and you're just some Jason Dick. (laughs) And the guy wouldn't give it up. No. That's rude. Can I give my Twitter handle, too? I didn't realize this was a platform. (laughs) (laughs) I love giving out all the Twitter handles so people can, uh, you know, contact you directly to tell you how unfair the game was. Or just send Bruce Willis (laughs) over and over again. Yeah. (laughs) What's your uh, Twitter handle? Charlie F.N. Hodge. No hyphen, just no F- hyphens. F.N. Hodge. Two letters connecting right. them. And Scott Kennedy, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, here all weekend, uh, or the rest of tonight. Tonight. Two Ow! shows. Two shows tonight here at Cap City Comedy, where they have some of the best stools in the, in the world. Outstanding. And they're, and they're ready on a moment's notice. If you, want, if you are sitting in a chair today and you would have preferred a stool, all you had to do was ask. <laughs> And they would totally switch it out for you. And what else is coming up, Scott? Uh, just my website, comicscott.com. Get toward it. Comic Scott. You can follow me on Twitter, but I think the last time I tweeted was like nine months ago, dude. I just, like, I don't have anything to say. I will, I, I, you know, read yours, and they're funny, and then I'll well, start that's cool. Y'all. So you're, you're on it more as a lurker than a participator? I'm a voyeur. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Check, check your windows. Make sure they're closed. Fair enough. <laughs> lurker. <laughs> Well, if any of you happen to be... Band, <laughs> I was going to invite you to come to the potophiles. Drive around. We have a bona fide lurker. <laughs> if anyone happens to be in the Las Vegas area on Sunday, December 4th, I'll be at the Palace Station at 420. And joining me there will be two people that I met in Austin who are comics here. And then now they're out in L.A., Brandon Walsh and David Huntsberger. And, uh, yeah, and all of my tour dates are listed at... DougLovesMovies.com. Thank you again to these four fabulous guests. Very exciting. Thank you to Cap City Comedy Club for uh, letting us put this on. And thank you to all of you who showed up today, even the guy that kept yelling things. (laughs) I think we're going to be lifelong friends, me and that guy. And uh, we got three shit hits to name here. So as always, Michelle Bachman is a shithead. Whitney Cummings is a shithead. Wow. I didn't even know she was running for president. (laughs) And this is my favorite from Heidi. Pepper Spray is a shithead. (laughs) Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves.